A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Daily Tech News Show is powered by its audience, not outside organizations. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Tuesday, May 1st, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feeling, I'm Sarah Lane. Happy May. <laughs> and I'm Patrick Peja. Sorry to throw you off. Yeah, yeah. I could be, no, I have, you know, I have a four, four months old. Wait, three? Three months old. How old is my baby? I can't Where remember. Where am I? Anyway, tech news. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, our producer, Roger Chang, is here as well. Roger, how are you? I'm good. I'm keeping an eye out. Keeping an eye out for them. Apple earnings. Uh, we'll get them to you as fast as possible. But let's start with a few other tech things you should know. WhatsApp CEO Jan Kuhn says he is leaving Facebook in order to, quote, do things that I enjoy outside of technology. Sources tell the Washington Post there's probably more to the story. Kuhn is leaving over disputes on how data is handled. At the FA Developer Conference Tuesday, Facebook is telling developers how it's changing handling data. And we're going to talk about that a little later in the show. Uh, we wish Jan a great retirement, and we have absolutely nothing uh, to say about the conflicts that might have caused his departure. Except that we do. Later <laughs> <on the> show. <laughs> Iran's judiciary has banned uh, the use of Telegram, of the Telegram messaging app, after complaints from citizens and demands from security organizations. All internet providers in Iran must take steps to block Telegram's website and app as of April 30th. Iran previously banned Telegram for use by the government. Telegram has an estimated 40 million users in Iran. A couple of earnings reports coming in. Snapchat reached 191 million daily active users. That's up from 170 million, but the growth rate was only 2.13%, its lowest ever. Snapchat lost 17 cents a share, which was a cent more than expected, too. So not a great earnings report for Snap. Uh, Apple was expected to report a earnings per share of $2.69. It reported $2.73. Apple shipped more than 52 million iPhones, more than 9 million iPads and more than 4 million Macs last quarter. 52 million around expectations there as well. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll dig into this earnings report a little more tomorrow once we've heard from Tim Cook on the earnings call later today. Um, but so far, so as expected. Let's talk a little more about what's happening with mind reading in China. If you were worried about Facebook, you're kind of uh, a little bit late now because 
The South China Morning Post has an article about workers in industrial sectors wearing caps outfitted with brainwave monitors. Some machine learning detects patterns indicating depression, anxiety, rage, and other emotions. Companies supposedly use the data to adjust break times and workflow to optimize efficiency. The tech is credited with raising state grid Zhejiang, Zhejiang hmm, something like that, uh, electric power's profits by about 2 billion yuan since 2014. Daya in Shanghai uses it uh, to train uh, drivers on the high-speed Beijing-Shanghai line. Now, uses it for the train uh, drivers, the guys who drive the trains. Right. And in case it's not clear, this is something that is used on a wide scale, meaning that uh, all workers in certain factories or certain uh, environments use it and wear it and have their brainwave activity monitored uh, all the time. Yeah. According to this article, it's used in other places like in the U.S. Archery uh, professionals will use it to, to help train themselves with archery. But China is the one using it in the big, wide industrial applications. I don't think it's as scary as it sounds from the headline. It's more like, oh, this is just monitoring people to find out when they need a break. It actually sounds like they're tr at least they're saying they're using these powers for good, not to overwork people, but to stop people from working when they're actually not very productive anymore. And I am absolutely certain that all of this data is not being collected and stored somewhere with all of these citizens' names to be uh, uh, studied and uh, uh, looked at in case there's something that happens and you want to know what's been happening. For example, you know, if you know that one person in this factory is doing something that maybe they shouldn't about agitating the public and they suddenly have increased uh, brainwave activity that in indicates uh, uh, stress and uh, things like that, they wouldn't. They shouldn't that, be agitating so. the public. You know, if they don't have anything to hide, then they shouldn't be worried. <laughs> Yeah. Moving on, Amazon Prime has a new perk, physical books. Oh, my goodness. Look at us. Prime Book Box is a subscription service for children, actually, children's hardback books, specifically. Invite only for now, scheduled to ship later this year, starting in the U.S., for $23 per box. Now, books are divided up by age groups, babies, that's like two years old or three to five years or six to eight years or nine to 12 years. Patrick? You're a new dad. Does this sound like something that you would participate in if you lived in the U.S. anyway? Um, you know, watching the video, it seemed so icky to me. It was, it was like, oh, look, your children are going to get some Amazon boxes and they're going to love the books that they, we send, that we send them randomly from uh, the stocks that the publishers couldn't sell. And so we got them at a reduced price. And we're on top of that, we're going to see the, the nice little Amazon boxes and put them in the hands of your children so that they can get used to Amazon and uh, buying from there, which, you know, I do that every day, but doesn't mean my kids have to be subjected to it as well. I, I, I honestly don't know. I'm sure it renders services and the kids in the uh, presentation video were all happy, obviously, and going like, oh, I love books. I love to read. And it's like, well, if you love books, just you can buy books for your kids. You don't necessarily need the random books coming in a box every month. It, it feels weird. 
I think uh, quick. I was going to add this. It, I think it feels if you grew up in the U.S. during the the winter school in the eighties, there was a thing called the Scholastic Book Club, where you would submit your order to the teacher and they would send away. And every month the box would come, and you would be so excited because something you picked would be showing up. And I, I think they're. That. I think they're trying to redo that kind of feel. But you Maybe, don't pick the books with this. So, and that's that's my one that's my one gripe. Like, if kids could actually. Pick. Even it's from a special allotment, right? Like these are the books that didn't sell. Pick from these. You can, can go in it. and adjust the list beforehand from the curated yeah. list. So there is a little bit of that. But if kids could actually select, I think it would make it a winner. All right. Uh, the non-social network news out of F8, uh, the Facebook developer <laughs> conference, is Oculus Go shipping today. For uh, you can order it and it ships. Uh, I'm I'm guessing by now, if you order it, it won't ship today. But the the first round of orders were supposed to ship today. Hundred ninety nine dollars for a thirty two gigabyte version, or a two hundred forty nine dollar price for the sixty four gigabyte version. Now the Oculus Go is all in one. Doesn't connect to a computer. Doesn't need to have a phone inside it while it works. Uh, it has speakers in the strap. So you don't even need to cover your ears to plug it in, although it does have a headphone jack if you want to do that, but you have the option not to. Uh, Facebook also announced Oculus TV launching for its VR platform, so available on the go, but also on the Rift. That'll launch in May uh, with Facebook Watch, Red Bull TV, and Pluto TV integrated, but it will also work with Netflix and Hulu and Showtime and a few others. Uh, And Oculus Venues will be an app for live concerts and sports. Oculus Go, though, I think is, while a first-generation product, probably not for everyone, I think it is the big next step in in virtual reality. This thing has a 2560 by 1440 LCD uh, display, but it is... That's pretty good, by the way. Yeah, it's a really high-res LCD, and it's also an active LCD so that it doesn't have some of the refresh rate problems that LCD used to have. It's only a 101-degree field of view. That's same as the Gear VR. It's not as good as an Oculus Rift. It's only three degrees of freedom, not six degrees of freedom. And the last janky thing I'll point out is that you have to set it up with a phone app. That's how you send your Wi-Fi settings and everything to it. And when you do that, apparently, according to Ars Technica, you have to connect to GPS, which is sort of inexplicable. And especially when you're dealing with Facebook, people are like, why do you need this data these days? Uh, But once that's done, then you don't need to have the phone to use it from then on. Uh, and, And granted, lots of things that could be improved about this. But this feels like the thing that will get people to adopt VR because it doesn't have a bunch of wires. It's simple. Once you set it up, you just put it on, turn it on, and play it. It certainly has a lot of uh, drawbacks compared to a full uh, VR headset, but it also has, as you said, a lot of uh, qualities, the most important one being the price. And at that price, it seems like an incredible value proposition to get into VR. I would say the one thing that is probably the, the biggest drawback is the fact that you don't have uh, touch or move controllers. You only have a small remote that does motion tracking, but still, it's not the same uh, when you have both your hands uh rendered in the VR space, that's half of the VR experience. So you're not going to have the best VR experience you can, but still, this is, uh, uh, at that price, it seems like uh, what we kept saying since they announced this product, if they get it right enough, then it could mean a a big restart for the, the VR space, and I think they managed to do it. And I can't wait to order mine once it maybe comes to France, I hope. 
Now, a couple of questions in our chat room right now, which I think are important. You do not need a Facebook account. You'll need an Oculus account, which you can connect to Facebook, but you don't need to. You won't be able to take advantage of some of the sharing options if you don't connect it to Facebook. Uh, And the battery life, according to Sam Makovich at Ars Technica, seems to be around two hours. Uh, it goes to sleep if it's not on a person's face, so they weren't actually able to do a real battery test with it because of that. But in his experience of playing with it over the course of a week, he said it seemed to be about two hours of mixed use before I had to plug it in, and it was fully recharged in less than two hours as well. But you don't plug it in ever. It's just battery-powered. Sarah, is this enough to convince you to sw- to, to go VR? No. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait! I'm really? just you don't, being honest, but you, but you don't have two hundred bucks to 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 throw into this to just test VR. Well, I mean, if if you were like, "Hey, do you have twenty bucks?" I'd be like, "Well, okay, maybe." <laughs> like two hundred bucks is like, yeah, I know it's you know cheaper than you know eight hundred dollars that you know some of, some of the other um, offerings are, but still, that's it's not chump change here. It's 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 still you know. It, I no, think, I don't have it. Here's, here's right. what okay, I think. Okay. I think most people should probably still not get this one, but the next generation or maybe the third generation of this will be the killer VR because when you don't have to plug it into anything, when you can take it around with you, when the display gets better in future versions, when the battery life gets better in future versions, this this is the VR that people are like, oh, I can lay down and watch a Netflix movie and have a nice big screen. I can just lay down on my bed. I can wear it on a plane. Like it seems to be better for media consumption even than the gaming, but it can do both. Well, I'll, I'll contradict you on this. I think people should and will get this if it is as good as people are reporting uh, it on being, meaning good enough, because a lot, a lot of people are curious about VR, but don't want to shell out the 500 bucks, understandably. Um, and this becomes, sure, it's not chump change, but it makes it really accessible. It's cheaper than a gaming console, for example. This so feels like an iPhone first gen to me, which, yeah, a lot of people will get it because they're early adopters and they want to try it. The third version is the one where we suddenly see everybody using mm. Just put, my, put me down on the record now. What happens to the wall when the TV is just your VR headset, right? Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit Anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. 
Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Yeah, well, you mm. can shared viewing. It's got the walls for shared viewing at that point. <laughs> or, or for art. now. Yeah. Until everybody has. <laughs> all right, folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, subscribe to Daily Tech Headlines. You can get it on the Amazon Echo, Google Home, Anchor app, and of course at dailytechheadlines.com. Uh, we're going to focus a lot on what Facebook's messaging to developers was, because there have been a lot of concerns about that in the wake of them having to pull back on data sharing, uh, including pausing reviewing of apps. But let's get through some of their other announcements first. Instagram gets video chat and updated its content filter to block comments containing attacks on a person's appearance or character. They were already uh, blocking some comments, but now... Uh, that, along with threats to a person's well-being or health, are blocked. WhatsApp gets group video calling. You could do one-on-one -on -one videos with WhatsApp. Now you can do group video. It also gets stickers, which I don't know. Maybe that's why Jan Coombe left. Uh, Facebook <laughs> users can opt into creating a data profile. I'm sorry, a dating profile. Big difference between those two. Data profile, <laughs> not surprising. Dating profile sent match stock plummeting. Uh, it's only visible to non-friends which Facebook will then use to match you with others. Uh, and Facebook is adding a tab for groups, a plugin for admins for groups, and the ability to post 3D photos to the news feed, as well as a way to take old photos and turn them into 3D photos. I think the big one out of all of these announcements here is the dating, right? Like Facebook uh, using I your Facebook profile for dating. That's that's and also huge. to only match you with non-friends. Like, what about the Scobles of the world who have 5,000 friends? Like, who are you going to meet? <laughs> Finally, Scoble gets to meet someone who doesn't know who he is. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, I feel are you like sure? Love pr prior to F8, isn't this a weird thing to announce? Hey, Facebook now wants people to date each other. And all of the weirdness that comes along with that. <laughs> It it seems a little bit weird. Um, I think they don't care, though, because it seems weird to the people who care. And most people are just going to harp on the opportunity to date or hook up or I mean, it's a service that makes so much sense with it within the context of Facebook. I never thought they would do it, but now that they are doing it, it seems completely obvious. And I like the fact that your dating profile is not available to your friends because maybe you don't want people to know what you're doing there. Um, I, I guess yeah, it's, it's going to mean yeah, that a lot of people things, are going right? to. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's personal. It's You, you know, might be it, into certain you know. things that you're like, nah, my friends don't need to know that. I don't think it's a bad <laughs> idea for Facebook to do this. I think it's weird that the timing is such. I mean, because F8 of all the, the, is the, on the horizon. F8 is already supposedly going to be dialed way back because of data issues. Well, this was announced at F8 today. Like this was on stage, the opening keynote at F8. This is their announcement. Like, here you go. Boom. 
I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's weird. To well, me. I, I think it's, uh, a lot of people have already forgotten about the, they have a vague feeling about, ah, oh, Facebook, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And this almost changes the conversation. I think it's like, oh, they're, they're starting this, uh, uh, new service that does something they've never done before and look at match and what does it do to match. And yeah, I think that, that they're, they're not shy about doing it because it it makes sense and people who are interested in this don't care about the other stuff. It is interesting that by all accounts, they decided not to announce a smart speaker because of the concerns about privacy and data collection, but they did announce dating. Right. Dating, where you meet a person in real life, potentially. That, yeah. And it, it requires... And, and the What's big... The- the the big advantage to Facebook with dating is we know so much about you. We can make a better match, right? And right now, Facebook's trying to pull back from knowing so much about you. I don't, I think I really don't think that's such a big deal. Uh, the the smart speaker would add a way of you know of collecting data about you in a very very personal setting. But creating a dating profile, you are in control of what you put in that dating profile, probably from information that for the most part you already have given to Facebook anyway. So I don't see it as a, a huge problem in that regard. All right, let's talk about developers. Uh, Zuckerberg uh, had some work to do to restore developer confidence. There was a BBC article uh, quoting a lot of developers on all ends of the spectrum, from ones who've been banned, who are understandably very upset, to to others who say, I think they're looking for reassurance about its business model, its future, its investment, its investment in new technology. And one of the things that Zuck said in the keynote was, we are reopening the platform for app review. They had paused it after the Cambridge Analytica stuff. Uh, and a lot of developers were like, when are you going to reopen this? Like, we, we've invested a lot in this platform. We need to make updates. We need to roll out new apps. That's happening again. The first big one they announced was Clear History, which lets Facebook account holders clear browsing data from the Facebook database, see what's in the database about them, and even ask Facebook not to tie browser data that is collected to the profile. Browser data that Facebook collects comes from not only using Facebook.com, but also if you're browsing on sites that use Facebook as an ad provider, or more likely what you'll see is a like button on a third-party site, that sets a cookie that then Facebook collects data about you. And if you have a Facebook account, it can collate that data. Uh, they're saying, we, we'll get rid of that data. We'll let you delete that data. We'll even say, you, you can let you say, please don't collect this data about me. Uh, they won't remove it from anonymous aggregation. So they're still collecting data anytime somebody visits a site with a like button, whether they're associating it with you or not is what they're giving you control over. Again, I mean, this is things that they should probably do. Um, This is so obscure, though. I really think that the vast majority of people will never go in and and check for, for this. On Instagram, I clear my browsing history often just because it's an option. Not really because like, I mean, who else would ever see it? But like, I feel like if I have the option to do that, I like to do that. So (laughs) the fact that Facebook is allowing this is like, I would take advantage of this. Yeah. But you're also very tech savvy, Sarah. You're not the average Facebook. But this is also, I mean, it's not like, I mean, clearing browsing data is, you know, I think most people understand what that means. And I think it's something they have to do, right? In order to say, 
you have the option to get rid of this. You have the option to have us not track you uh, in the current right. climate. They I have to do it more important. for for looks, but also for tech savvy people who are like, wait, why isn't there a way for me to clear this? So it's, it's well, also because people are going to be checking out folks to date. <laughs> Got to clear that browser history. <laughs> See, now it's all, it all coming makes sense. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and GoPro are among the first third-party apps that will let users share to Facebook stories and Instagram stories directly. So you don't have to take a screenshot. You can be in Spotify, press a button, share your playlist. You can be using your GoPro, uh, take a short movie, send it right into Instagram. Uh, Instagram gives users the ability to edit and add stickers and all that stuff. Uh, So, you know, let's say you share your Spotify playlist. You press share. It gives you the edit screen. You can write, you know, rocking out on it and then send it on its merry way. Obviously, I don't use Instagram stories because my example is horrible. <laughs> uh, but it's really, this is really just another example of Instagram and Facebook yeah. stories trying to get ahead of Snap. Snap doesn't play with third-party developers as well. Um, com- complete no, no relation. Um, have you guys seen the stories on Netflix or is it a test they're doing and I got into the... Uh, oh yeah, no, that's just their way of doing previews on the mobile right. app. Okay. Uh, right, 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 okay. right. Sorry, uh, it's, but, but it's, it's not so much like stories. It but was, they made it, it look like stories, so everybody's like, "Whoa, this is weird." Um, yeah. Facebook's AR Studio can now create 3D objects, including a library of models from Sketchfab. If you don't want to make your own 3D object, it can also now track targets like faces and hands and bodies. Uh, So you could stick someone like a hat on someone. It can separate people from their backgrounds. So you can put them in a totally different location. Uh, Something called semantic scene understanding can create contextual effects. So if you have a a coffee cup in real life, you could make AR steam rise up off of it. Uh, And effects can be tied to a specific location as well. AR apps can be used on Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger now the green screen studio gets better doesn't it yeah this is really good for developers makes the ar stuff really easy yeah well and creators as well who you know might not have a lot of uh money for you know expensive uh you know camera equipment but the uh the benefit of uh, you know what it ends up being is is still pretty cool and brands can also use ar when chatting with customers now so that I don't know, they could show you how to fix your pipes or something. I don't know. Messenger also gets improvements to chatbots that will mine frequently asked questions on company Facebook pages so they can answer questions faster. And a translation feature, uh, Spanish and English for marketplace-related conversations. If I'm selling a product and my ad is in Spanish, uh, I can chat with someone who wants to buy it who speaks English and Messenger will translate for us. They say that's starting in Marketplace, but they'll eventually roll this out in more places on Messenger and include more languages as well. Let me ask you both this, uh, and Roger, you too. Have you ever had a successful chatbot conversation on Facebook Messenger? Because I've tried and it never works. That's why I never tried. I ordered a Domino's pizza on Facebook Messenger once. And I, it worked fine? From a chatbot. Yeah, it worked fine. Okay. I've never right. used a chatbot on Messenger. Right. I only right. message real people. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's it sounds better than the execution ends up being for me. Because I've actually tried a few times. And I'm always like, mm. they won't answer. Or I get like a weird response. Mm. And uh, finally, before we, we just to wrap up our Facebook F8 
coverage for today. The UK Parliament issued a warning to Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg uh, that he should voluntarily give evidence to Parliament or he will get a formal summons to appear in court the next time he visits the UK. Uh, There are reports that Zuckerberg wants to visit the European Parliament this month, so apparently it's in reaction to that. Thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit. You can submit stories and vote on them at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com and facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow. Let's check the mailbag, Sarah. Let's do it. Matt Green from Sydney, Australia says, Yesterday... On our show yesterday, Tom mentioned coming to Australia, which is true. Tom is getting to Australia May 11th? May, yes. Uh, there'll be a meetup on May 15th in Sydney at 6 p.m. at the Hearts Pub and one on May 22nd in Melbourne at 6 p.m. at Bart Ronica. Excellent. Matt Green said, I am very excited for those potential meetups that were posted in a Patreon update. In fact, I immediately logged in to see and was shocked to find that my pledges have been failing on Patreon for months. I didn't know. I felt terrible. I always assumed I was a backer of the show. I can't be the only one, though, consuming the public channels, all while incorrectly assuming that I'm a supporter. So please share my story. If it will help encourage those people to log in, just make sure their pledge is actually active on an active level, as I should have done months back. I've now upped my level to advisor, at least in the shorter term, to make up for it. And I pledge to check my pledge at least every couple of months to ensure I'm still supporting the show. Well, thank you, Ed. That's a good reminder. Also, uh, there may be a whole lot more going on in the Patreon than when you first signed up as well. Uh, we have weekly columns. Uh, we have the whole pre and post show version that you can sign up for in an RSS feed. We have a Discord integration. Uh, so it might be worth going back and, and checking just for those reasons as well. Patrick Beja, always nice to have you on the show. What has been going on with you and how can folks keep up with the latest? Uh, you can go to frenchspin.com to check out, for example, uh, the Pixels podcast that I do. It's a show about gaming. I just did a, a special on God of War, and we had another regular episode recorded yesterday. So that's one thing you can do. You can also, um, well, I guess that's, that's going to be enough. Go listen to podcasts, uh, to Pixels, if you enjoy gaming. I'd like uh, everyone out in the audience uh, to consider doing one thing to help the show today. If you have an extra $22 and you need to cover yourself with a shirt, go to dailytechnewsshow.com slash store, buy the Tiny Mantis t-shirt. One, you're supporting news that we report that's not about Facebook, Google, Amazon, or Apple. Two, you're wearing a conversation starter on your chest because people will say, why are you wearing a shirt that has a praying mantis wearing 3D glasses? And then you can tell them about Daily Tech News Show and, and of course, about Tiny Mantises. And three, you can say the people who developed this technology also got these shirts because I sent them a bunch of them. So there you go, folks. All the main reasons to go to dailytechnewsshow.com slash store. Woo-woo! Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. Questions, comments, feedback, all of it. We'd love to hear it. Keep them coming. We love your emails. We're live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC. You can find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Back tomorrow with Scott Johnson. Talk to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)
Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.